Welcome to Talking Junk. 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 I'm your host, Jason, back again with my co-host, Tyler. Hey, how's everything tonight? Hey, you know How what? You doing over there on the west side? I'm doing pretty good out here. It's actually been raining a lot, which has been wonderful because that means we'll have a nice green spring over here. Um, and then also just spearheading that Dogecoin, man. You know, hashtag Dogecoin, buy Dogecoin, all of that. So, you know, we're having a good time, having a good time. Why don't you introduce our guest tonight? Our guest tonight? Well, tonight is the wonderful Natsune from all the way out from Tokyo joining us here live on uh, Talking Junk. And we're going to be interviewing her and her show. We're going to be talking about her as a model, as an author, all of that. Get to know her real well. Perfect. How are you doing tonight, Natsune? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me. All right, the pleasures are all ours. Perfect. So uh, before we get started, why don't you tell uh, the junkers a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Natsune Oki. I'm an author of The Game of Self-Domination. Hold on. My, my book. Let me show you my book real quick. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. So this is my book, The Game of Self-Domination. It's available on Amazon and my website. Um, in this book, I talk about how one can create mental transformation in three different phases. Uh, should I like go on about this or should we like come yeah, back? Yeah, why not? Yeah, go ahead. It, Tell us a little it's bit. It's up to you. Where, wherever, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Tell us enough so that we want to buy the book. <laughs> so, this book is, uh, so as I said, it talks about how one can create mental transformation in uh, three different phases. I guess I should give you a little bit of background so that I can kind of build, uh, give you more over like background of where I come from. Um, okay. Yeah, take us back to the beginning. <laughs> so right now, uh, so that's two things I do, right? The uh, Life Up Education TV at the Media, which talks about basically creating inspiration, really. That's all about it. And then um, within the same domain, I have the book, The Game of Self-Domination. And I actually have a business agency in Tokyo that helps Japanese companies launch and expand businesses in America. Okay. Um, I do that by providing international project management services. So those are the two main things that I do right now. Um, and as Good far morning. as goes, uh, let me tell you, let me tell you, it's a very interesting thing. So uh, like I said, I talk about uh, the three different phases, right? The first phase I talk about is it's all about emotion. Like there's no logic, fuck the logic, like just commit, right? Like you need to build enough emotion to the point where you're just like, 
I have to do this regardless of whatever happens to me. And for mm -hmm. you to come to that point, you need to have a desperation and also inspiration. Desperation in a sense that you have to be like, like, this is it. Like, I can't live like this anymore. Like, I gotta change. I have no other excuse. Like, I have no option. But inspiration in a sense that you still need to believe that whatever you are uh, trying to achieve is possible to achieve. Because if all you look at is desperation, no one ever gonna try changing it, right? Because it's so depressing. So you need to have both uh, elements. And basically, I found uh, my book, the first phase, in a sense, uh, in a way that trigger people's emotion. So I give you different life stories. I give you different like framework to think about life. I give you different questions. I give you different quotes. Uh, so that that's all about first phase and second phase. Here it comes the most difficult and more important phase because we're going to start talking about how to persevere once you commit to a dream. And here I start talking about practicality, uh, so importance of self-awareness, like you need to really understand what um, you are about, what you're about, what you like to do. Um, am I going too long? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, self-awareness like I'm a very like philosophical person so mm. I thought of this thinking from ancient uh, ancient Greek philosophers the western uh, philosophy thinking and also I combined that with eastern philosophy thinking uh, from okay. a concept called ikigai which is basically a philosophical Japanese philosophical term explaining uh, what life should be or what life is uh, or what um, one's purpose of life could mean possibly. So mm. I basically combine all that and then um, give you the framework to really think about uh, who you are, uh, who you are to align yourself with your self-awareness. And then also I, I talk about Zen approach to life. So, you know, you ain't shit, like you don't mean anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> and failures, whenever you meet them, like it doesn't mean anything. Like you're, you're nobody. Therefore, you don't even have to care about that. And then um, the thing is we attach meaning to failures. We attach meaning to rejections and um, adversities. But that's your emotional thinking doing it. If you approach things with the practicality, if you approach things with the logical thinking, then you actually kind of understand that things are never about you and life just happens as they are and you don't necessarily have to have any meaning to it. so that's kind of the direction i dive into during the second phase to really redefine the definition of failures um mm. so there i talk about self-awareness um what was it sorry uh self-talk and also like zen approach and also coming from business background i also extracted this uh, method, I call it life up method, where you can, uh, I have this like five different business thoughts uh, that I that I uh, borrowed from one um, Italian engineer, the two global consulting firm, the third one is from automotive industry from Japan. Uh, they have this like business strategy that they apply when they produce cars and put them together from the parts. And then the fourth one comes from um, Italian, uh, sorry, British economist, and then the third one, uh, the fifth one comes from U.S. president, 34th U.S. president. So each of these people had this idea uh, that they were 
using to implement in the business. So I basically turn them into life strategy and then I put it out in a way that you can use it into life strategy. Uh, so that's also included. Um, so basically my point for doing that is I, so this is all great, right? Like I'm, I'm giving you step-by-step step, um, you can take. And then now we're talking about like self-awareness. We are talking about how to persevere during the hard time. Let's also talk about like practical standpoint, like how can you be efficient? How can you be organized in the, um, in, in the way you do things? So that's kind of the point that I want to give in the, during the second phase. And then the thir third phase, finally, I get to the point where I talk about uh, so we've been talking a lot about let's redefine failures, but there's not enough conversation around let's define redefine success around um, enough. In, mm -hmm. you know, I in definitely a, agree with that. Yeah, so I wanted to really dig into that and really just to summarize it like fuck it, like live, like like regardless mm -hmm. of whatever you achieve, regardless of like how fucked up you get, like nothing will permanently make you any anywhere, like any state. It's all comes here, like. You have to want to live happily, and that's kind of the conclusion toward the end. Okay. Well, what so, led you to writing this book? <clears throat> what was that? What led you to even writing this book? Yeah, so I wanted to like be a media person, and that was because I had that idea that I really wanted to push. And coming from business background once again, like I understand the practicality of the media, which is like I I want. Uh, to expect that people consume my content only on a video form. But in reality, it doesn't work like that. Like if I want to lead to people who um, read, I have to read them. Like I have to be in a form where people can read. So mm. I didn't, I wasn't like, I want to be older. Like, no, it didn't happen like that. I was like, oh, what, <laughs> like, what can I do? How, um, what are the things that make sense for me to do, right? Like for me to promote my media. So that's kind of how the idea of the came out okay so if i'm understanding you correctly it seems like you're applying your knowledge of being in business where i guess stereotypically it can be considered cutthroat and that you would do things that oh why would you do that to a person but it's you have the term it's just business where it's not personal it's just a wise business move it allows you to do things and move and grow in a manner that objectively some people who don't understand how business works might take the emotional weight and say that's wrong. However, it seems like you're taking that ability you gain by being in business and showing people, well, no, you can actually take that, put it in your own life and get success that you would find in business by kind of reducing the emotional reactions that we have towards things and actually applying a logical look at it and standing back and being objective as opposed to being, why me? Why is it always happening to me? Mm -hmm. it, maybe it's not always happening to you, it's always happening, but it's not happening to you. And it mm -hmm. can, can kind of allow you to not be depressed and then reassess and then grow and build from there. Is that, am I hearing you correctly in that regard? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because one thing I noticed is like, um, yes, I think what I like about business is not necessarily money at all, actually. I'm, I'm horrible at making money, actually, to be honest with you. But because I feel bad for like asking for money. Um, but you know, the, what I like about business is the free competition. Because free competition creates this environment where losers lose. Like losers, as in like if you're not, if your mindset is not correct, like you are in a very vulnerable position, you might lose. Like the risk is very high. Versus like 
in a free competition environment, like the winner can also win. Like it's all about mindset, right? So that's the like that's the biggest thing that I love about business is the free competition. And something I noticed actually is that um like in order for you to not suffer, I notice it's about caring for the greater purpose bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where people, a lot of people struggle. Like you said, like emotional reaction, right? Like those always come because you're so stuck in your head and you think you are like the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you look at the world, like you are such a tiny part, like your existence. <laughs> so I'm a very philosophical person. So maybe no, you're that- very right, though. You're very right, <laughs> though. If you're if you think about it on a scale of the earth, then you have to think about it on a scale of the universe, which makes you even more minuscule. So <laughs> so and to, to think we're the only people out here are. It's, it just makes us even more uh, naive, conceited. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, like, two generations from now, people probably not going to even know you, like, remember what you did. Like, I don't, I have no idea what my great-grandparents did for their work. Like, I have no idea, right? Uh, I mean, I wish I could. You know what? Come to think of it, I don't know what my great-grandparents did either. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we feel like we're such a big deal while we are here because we're living it, but if we take ourselves a little bit out of the picture and really look at the macro picture, like we're nobody. And, um, but so that's, that could be a little bit misleading narration that I pushed a lot, but because I don't, the only reason I push this is because I want to encourage people to be like, not take life too seriously. Like that's the only reason not to say like, you don't mean anything, not to say like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't, to discourage people by saying this, but I loosen the fuck up a little bit. Yeah, like like <laughs> fuck up. Like that's my that's my point. And then like you'll be fine. Like that's that's only um the reason I'm pushing it. Um uh, but another interesting way to look at it actually I um I have this another story that I often share which is so basically today we we are human today right but uh, well, I hope I'm human tomorrow, too. You're going to be alien tomorrow, by tomorrow. But um, Maybe. Who said I'm not an alien today? <laughs> Show me flat so that we can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully it's red. But, um, <laughs> <It's blue. laughs> but that's kind of cool, too. So uh, the story that I heard, which is really wild and it's really crazy, is that so I can't know exact time frame of how everything happened. But basically, um, let's see, before dinosaur even existed, um, there was tiny bacteria like the earth wasn't capable of having like complicated livings, like multicellular mm-hmm. livings. Right. Um, so at that time, the earth only had like, tiny bacteria and they like, there wasn't oxygen either. Like we couldn't live like biologically, but mm-hmm. so billions of years passed and these tiny bacteria, like um, putting in the hard work of basically converting uh, what was already existed as element and then turning them into oxygen form. And then ozone layer started forming 
and then finally you have um, uh, oxygen like actual oxygen that people can now people in more complicated living can exist like in the earth right so but at that time that these tiny bacteria i don't think they were thinking one day i'm gonna create human like this is why i'm exactly right like but if we if we take this like one tiny bacteria like we would have no idea like where where these bacteria would lead to today because literally uh because these bacteria still exist today in vegetables literally like some part of us is these bacteria today so these bacteria literally made us like these bacteria literally um turned the earth habitable for humans and then even created humankind like or even play the supporting role to create the humankind and when we think about that like we have no idea like 100 million so this this was part i i can't remember exact number but it must be like billions of years ago but um so dinosaur for example they existed 165 million years okay so less than um less than those like bacteria story so basically we're talking about like way way far out like do we have any idea what um what we are doing the consequent consequence of us each individual living trying to mm. survive and live like what kind of impact do we have in that far out future like we have no idea right and that's just mm -hmm. how it should be and i think it's really interesting if you think about it like as much as you don't mean shit to anything like as much as the universe is way bigger than you at the same time like if we think about like you know 100 million years of span of future we really have no idea. We might be part of like creating a bigger, or not even necessarily bigger, but like you know another kind of like um, living form or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. another form of another kind of organism or something. Yeah. So you know, if we think about it, like as much as yes, like you don't mean shit, right? At the same time, like we really can't expect what's gonna happen in the future, and what you are doing today like very much could affect how the future is going to form like in the future oh yeah almost mm -hmm. like the butterfly effect mm -hmm. yeah so that's another story i want to share because you know usually if i tell people like oh you don't mean that like they'll be like oh shit like should i just end it like should i just like right so that's not ex that's not what i want to say at all like i actually want to encourage people like because you don't mean shit like that means that you can fuck up anytime you want like and then at the same time like i give you this another supporting story so that you can exactly know that it might not feel like you mean something but you could mean greatly in the future like i'm talking about yeah. like millions of years mm -hmm. there's a there's the quote a wise man knows he knows nothing and mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of similar to what you're saying here like the fact that you are an insignificant piece of shit yeah. <laughs> actually doesn't mean anything more than that it should humble you and mm -hmm. how you act and proceed in life. It doesn't mean that what you do does not matter. It just means that you need to not think that everything that you do is the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. It's a perspective change. And if anything, it's a jolt. And I like the fact that you, like you said, like you, you, don't, you don't mean shit. Because anybody who is already in a bad place, they're going to take that offensively and just go, excuse me. You know? <laughs> but if you 
you let them know it's like i'm not saying you're a piece of shit i'm just saying if you look in the grandiose scientific aspect of things your individual being is nothing but when you take that into account and realize how your actions can affect millions of other people potentially, then you have to go and think like you were saying, well, what about our actions as a whole for the next generation and future generations? And then millions of years from now, what are we doing? Like, what are we actually progenating? That's a word um, for our own species. And I feel like as long as we're so consumed in thinking it's me, 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 and thinking that we're not pieces of shit, we're kind of heading towards a wall. But once we realize that as an individual, I kind of don't mean much, but as a whole, that's kind of where the value comes in. I think, I think that's what could cause like a nice positive change in how people approach life in general. Because I think it's the fact that we think that everything is so important and everything is about me and you have to think about me, 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 me that's what makes depression so difficult to get out of because then not only is everything on your shoulders, but then everything you failed is your fault. It's not because of the world. It's not because of external factors. It's because of you. And so you can't climb out of that. But once you realize like, no, I'm just a blip and a part of this whole grand scheme and I have my part and that matters. So I got to do my part. But the fact that that happened to me doesn't mean that it's because of me. I have to continue to push forward, deal with things, because everybody has stuff that they have to deal with. Everybody's going to have bullshit and all of that. It's remembering that you're not the only one and that you can keep uh, progressing. That is important. And I, I think it was, I might be wrong here. It might have been Immanuel Kant who talked about um, depression and how in suicide and how he wasn't an advocate because to him, in order to commit suicide, one has to believe that they are in the absolute worst position than any other person on the planet. And it can't get worse than what they're experiencing. And there's really no way for that to be true. And I feel like that's a little more of a harsher aspect of looking like, okay, so I can, I'm in, insignificant and things are happening to me, but different things are happening to people that are arguably worse. Mm -hmm. I like your approach. It's in your face. It's not so deep as like, well, you know, you, you shouldn't fucking kill yourself because it's not that bad. No, no, no. That's a bit far. But saying you're a piece of shit, I feel like that rattles the cage enough to where people are like, well, what do you mean by that? You know, <laughs> so I, I like that. I like uh, your, your integration of business approach and then philosophy to help people kind of rebuild their own. Um, See, but if she's not just saying she's not just saying she's a piece of shit or you're a piece of shit. She's saying we're all. <laughs> Mm -hmm. We're all nothing, which means we're all on the level. <laughs> Just a turn in the bucket. <laughs> but like this is you—you you said it beautifully. Like I agree with you, and that—that's exactly the message I want to push out out there. And this is why exactly like I can't deal with snobs. Like I can't deal with people who are like, oh, I'm oh who can over here? We call them Karens. Karens. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. like, I've heard of it many times. Was it like social media? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's always social media. Social media makes everything now. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Star Sometimes. from or something else? I'm not sure. Oh. We'll probably have to look that up. China, can you uh, see if you can pull that up for us if you can? Well, if what, she, what? Uh, while she's trying to find that, uh, what, what is the snobbiest experience you've had so far? in life me yeah there has to be something that uh put a toll <laughs> on you that made you feel this way about people right 
um, you know, Charles Bukowski, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, Bukowski? Yeah. So he, he has this thing, saying where people actually told me he was like really depressive, like alcoholic person. So uh, oh, sounds, me, sounds like everybody over here in America. <laughs> Especially American writers. American writers. <laughs> um, so, so there's a, this quote. Uh, basically, well, he's thinking um, where he says, like, you know, if you want to go in, like, you should go all in, right? Like, that kind of thing. And I think uh, without knowing that concept, like, I always felt like I was that person. Like, I always wanted to fail on my own term, right? So I almost got kicked out from my high school. I was such a failure in high school system here in Japan. Um, you would have fit in just right over here in the public school system. <laughs> So I really wish I was like in American high school uh, system. But anyway, so I just wanted to go all in. Like that's always been my personality. So um, I have to be honest with you. I have also been uh, guilty of that, like snobbiness, right? Like I, I lived in Miami at one point in my life. And I, um, you know, I was, I, I guess I was really young and I still like, went into that like uh, you know social media like influencer life like you know i i started making friends in the influencer community and they were like oh like followers like you know what i mean like <laughs> and then i i buy, bought into it like and then you know the thing is you just don't know if you don't experience something you can hear and correct information from others and then try to believe in it but if you don't actually experience it like you really don't have no idea if you actually like it or not right? and for my case i really noticed that it wasn't it ain't it like it wasn't for me right so from that point like my um realization just became so much real because i've actually experienced it but um so uh, the snobbiness, uh, one experience I have to give because of it is I must still say I was also guilty of it at one, some point of my life. And then another um, experience I would share is like after being through that, um, you know, I I have a lot of uh, opportunity with like meeting with like, you know, investors like farms here in Japan because I do business in that area sometimes. And then these people, like, you know, startup owners always want to connect with them, right? And, um, like, they, they, they're they so fancy. And it's okay. Like, I, I, I have great respect for them. But they're, like, so fancy. They they just think, like, there's just a god, right? And <laughs> kind of, like, that's a little bit. We have uh, this word in Japanese. We say dasai. So, basically, that's to say, like, um, there's no direct translation for it, that's right. But it's kind of like, uh, for me, what matters is who you are today. Like I have a great respect for your achievement, everything you've been through, not because of the status, but because of the work, like because of your dedication, hard work, everything that you sacrifice, everything that you uh, put in to get to where you are, what you've been through. Like those are the things that I value because that became your character. That became your what you wife. give is what you get. Hmm? What you give is what you get. Mm -hmm. And um, so I have a great respect for it, but I don't want people to expect just because you're an investor, I would be like, oh, like, you know, kissing ass because I, mm -hmm. I don't value it. Like, you investor, okay, that's it. Like, practically, 
I understand you are, that's it. Don't expect me to respect you. I respect your achievement in a sense that you put in so much work. Where'd that maybe go? So much, but that's it. Like, does it make sense? So, <clears throat> Dasai, D-A-S-A-I, Dasai? Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so that actually sounds like how I treat the way I go into uh, the workspace. Um, I personally, in my mind, I don't work for anybody. I've come to a place to where I agree to work with you. And mm -hmm. if you have a higher status than me, I respect that status because you put in the work to get to that point. And that's why I listen to you and I take your authority. Not because you're higher than me. You are yeah. on the same level as me. But mm -hmm. I respect that you've done more work than I have. Mm -hmm. So because of that, um it allows at least for me yeah. i think i think it's really helpful to allow people there to it is right there. work huh care oh there we go right, let, let me uh, read this out real quick then for, for the people out there karen is a pejorative no 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 you can't you can't read it like that you can't read it like that you gotta uh, bring it it. i gotta do it you want me to do it in an accent is that what you're saying <laughs> yes sir. you gotta right. do it in a way we're gonna understand you all right by all right, god I got <laughs> all right, um, all right uh, so Karen is a pejorative slang term for an obnoxious, angry, entitled, and often racist middle-aged white woman who uses her privilege to get away or police other people's behaviors. Don't be a Karen. <laughs> Don't be a Karen. <laughs> I feel bad about people whose name is Karen. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it is unfortunate for people named Karen, but let's be honest, it is. it's not the Some most it beautiful is. name. It's <laughs> right. I mean, it's okay, but I mean, I think if anything, it's like, all right, well, maybe I'll go with my middle name. That's why we have middle names. I feel like it just makes sometimes it, it makes it that much enjoyable when it's fitting to see <laughs> a Karen who's actually named Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my name doesn't have any negative association, like somewhere as a slang. <laughs> I don't think so. Mine's, I don't think mine's a, a sci-fi serial killer, so I I I wanna say you're there might be a character in Dead or Alive, the fighting game that's named Natsune, but I'm not sure. That might I'm be the pretty sure it's an M instead of an N. Natsume. Yeah. Oh, maybe, Natsume. Yeah, maybe you might be good. You might be <laughs> the only one we're seeing out here. You know, there's a little guy in um uh, Money, whose name is mm -hmm. Natsuki in Japanese, money. Today. Oh. So people may okay. find like, but anyway, sorry, Tallinn. <laughs> um, I'm interested in what you need to, need to say. Please continue. Uh, yes, what was I saying before I got detracted? Um, I so apologize. Yeah, see, even, even when Karen's not uh, around, she's still controlling <laughs> the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> By giving the attention. Um, what was I saying? I was talking about. Um, so you ha you pay great respect for people who oh. done things because uh, not because of the status. That's right, the side. We were talking about the side. Um, so yeah, I like to whenever I approach people in general, and especially at work, I don't see myself even if I know that I have more training, more skill, more ability, or whatever it is. I don't elevate myself above another person. We're all people. And it kind of goes back to how you're talking about how we're all pieces of shit. And I yeah. think that's me using that same mentality. It's like we're all on the level whether or not we have different skill sets and abilities. And relatively speaking, you might be more valuable in the situation. Everybody has a value. Everybody has a worth that they can put into it. And 
you're not really much of a person if you just see yourself above other people. There, mm -hmm. you, there's no reason for you to do that. I don't care if you save the world from aliens. I don't care if you're Superman. You have to understand that you're not better than us. You've just been given, kind of like us in Spider-Man, if I may borrow that, great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. So you have that responsibility and power. That's on you. That doesn't mean that we have to revere you for you having that power. But if you put in work, if you put in you know, the time and you prove that, hey, look, I'm not saying that I'm better than you, but I have put in more time than you. I have spent and dedicated into putting myself to this level to where I do know what I'm talking about. So you should respect what I'm saying. That I, I'm all for it. I love seeing that. But whenever there's this sort of um, hoity-toity bourgeois, <laughs> that yeah. you're better than me because you make more money or where you came from or just because you're higher up on the scale that doesn't float for me <clears throat> i work in a hospital and um I, I currently work in food service i'm moving out into another department and i'm going to school for respiratory therapy um however being in arguably the lowest department within the hospital i come into contact with everybody in every department surgeons doctors inspectors uh the like actual owners just know that well, the thing is, is no matter whoever I interact with, I treat everybody the same. If you're a doctor or if you're my direct coworker, you get the same kind of greeting, you get the same type of cadence, tonality, uh, pleasantness. Everybody gets treated the same. I might call you doctor, or doctor, but because I do that is because I recognize the fact that you earn being called doctor. Even if you're actually a shitty person, you earn being called doctor. So I will call you and acknowledge what you've achieved even though I may not agree with you as a person because I understand that and think that's really where the core of respect comes from is being able to recognize each other for what we've done and what we haven't done, but not elevating us one way or the other. That's really wonderful. I love that. Like, honestly, that's what we need though. I feel like we're judging for nothing. Like we're judging each other for like, cause you know, there's another word that I heard was kind of nice. It was like, we're all gonna die, and that should be the enough reason for each of, each of us to love each other. But we're still like judging, like we're still out here judging mm -hmm. for nothing. Like we're all still gonna die. <laughs> like why yep. do we have to judge each other? And that's so wonderful. So everything you said is like really, really amazing. Thank you. I'm glad it resonated. <laughs> we all go out the same way in the dirt. Exactly. So you know, life up really is about that. Like I just want. Um, you know, like I, I might not be the perfect, like I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. Like I, I might be like, you know, I'm, um, so, so back to your point, like I'm not trying to be this like higher person, try to give you advice. No, not, not a lot. Like I'm, I'm just, I want to show people by action. First of all, I want to inspire people. I want to put in the work. I want to show you that I'm grinding. I want people to see that it's possible to achieve anything you want. And then the second thing I want to say is actually more of like love, just giving out the love, like just, you know, we're all going to die. Like, let's love each other. Let's be happy. It doesn't matter, like whoever you are, like it just doesn't matter. And I think that also back to the first one, because I think oftentimes why people give up on themselves is when they just can't go and um, go any further because they just don't have love. Like they are such a scarcity, like they don't have one who loves them they don't they can't even love themselves and that's so sad so 
it's kind of like I'm, I just want to spread the message to tell you first of all like fuck like life is not that serious like let's go like it's okay you, you can fuck any like you can fuck as many times as you need and mm-hmm. I, I, I had another I had another guest on here her name was Emily Hess and her message ultimately was don't be a dick it's <laughs> a great message <laughs> just don't be a dick Treat one another with kindness, respect, and everything should flow. Yeah. Don't be a Karen. Don't be Karen. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, same, same, same thing. Um, you know, I have a, I have this one story that I often share. Can I share? Yeah, sure. of course. Um, so I, I'm all about that dog life, right? Um, dog life. <laughs> Okay, so my if you go to my Facebook and Instagram, it's all about that dogs, right? So um oh, oh dog life. I thought you said thug life. <laughs> oh dog life. Wow, I definitely misheard that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, puppies, this animals, okay? Okay. And, uh, so I love animals and I follow this channel on Facebook. Uh it's called Boo I think. And this channel oh, the dodo. I yeah, follow dodo. them too. Yeah. yeah. I love that channel. So basically what they do, you know, uh they show this like journey of uh abandoned dogs like being rescued, right? And then being uh finding home. And you know, when I see it, like it's so beautiful because the thing is like these dogs when they are found, like they're so scared, they're so cynical, they're angry at human, they're like uh, uh, right. But yeah. um like you really see it, you literally see their transformation. So regardless of how fucked up they get, like they lose hope, they lose inspiration, they lose reason to live. They they just don't care if they survive or not, right? And it's such a- Love heals all. Really, yeah, like a harsh place to be. But like you said, like, so what can we do is if you give them unconditional love, they, they literally come back. Like they actually find the courage to, come back to love and mm. find the courage to love other people. And like, that's such a beautiful transformation, right? And mm. I want to do the same for human. I feel like when you are just so disappointed about your life, when you're so damaged, when you are like so uh, cynical, angry at life, I think what we need to do is you know, show them, like this is, this is difficult the feeling to, explain because there's no definition for love right love is something you feel but mm. i i felt that and part of that really definitely come from like my input like you know people that i follow like people that um well i i have a lot of like a influential people that i follow and they get give me like a lot like really um real stories that really inspired me like to be who i am today right and I want to be spreading the same kind of positive message where, like, when you are so fucked up in life, like, I want to be there and to be the one to tell you, like, look, it's okay. Like, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that you love yourself. Like, don't give up on you, you know? And I think it's very important to do that. And um, I, I think I kind of, like, conflict uh, while I'm saying this because in my head, I also understand the practicality which is like, this is beautiful. This is ideology. And this is all I care about. That's my life mission. However, I also understand that, 
you just can't be there for everybody at the old time because right like no, unfortunately you can so you know sometimes i might be in a position where i do have to turn some people down uh, because that's practicality of life right but my thing is if i am able to contribute to create foundation for people to stand on like no matter what kind of you know uh rejections or either even compliments rejection compliments failure anything that you face they don't matter like whether that comes from you or anyone else uh, and i want to add information to that foundation so that people can really stand on their own feet to say like like whatever i experience like in the end of the day i know how to love myself you know mm. yeah that's the most important thing so if I can share a, a little motto I came up with you, it's kind of uh, it kind of uh, harps on uh, wanting to spread love into to the world. And I feel like one of the things that is difficult is trying to figure out how do we do that, how do we spread the love. And I feel like one of the things that's actually kind of generally annoying people is being just very in your face, and just love, people, as opposed to just being an example. I feel like when everybody hears the phrase, be the change you want to see in the world, they think they have to be active beyond just changing themselves. They don't, they kind of just miss the point. Which Put is why the Capitol building got stormed. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that really kind of important. Anywhere else. It's, it's really important kind of to have that perspective on yourself. And something that I created for myself as a mantra to stay in that zone and pocket was, First of all, be focused. Mm -hmm. Second of all, be relentless in everything you do. Be relentless, but above all, be loving. So in every single thing that you're doing, whether it's minuscule and pointless, be loving. Taking a left turn, doing something like this, helping somebody in line, just be loving about how you do it. If you're getting items from the store and you realize you don't need something, bring it back. Don't just put it in the chip aisle when you have a can of pickles. Go put it back with the pickles. You know, it's it being um, considerate and just doing those kind of small actions on a regular basis will, one, change your own perspective and how you feel and allow you to actually see more positivity and more love because you're putting it out there. And then also people are going to notice that you're doing it not only just in moments that seem opportunistic, but because it's a part of who you are. You're just mm -hmm. loving. You're just caring. You're just understanding. Mm -hmm but you're also very much focused on what you're doing. It's not just wanton, just trying to find places to fill void that needs love. Everywhere it needs love, but it doesn't mean that it needs your love. So and I feel God's like the best sake, Stop blaming your past circumstances on the reason why you can't give somebody else the love that they need. That as well. And I, I, the, the, the main thing is just make sure that you are happy make sure that you are full of love and make sure that everything that you do exudes that and by doing so people will see that that's what you're doing and that'll make them ask because when it comes to things like wisdom and love you can tell people it all day you can put it in their face you can send it to them text it to them email them it doesn't matter if they're not looking for it and they don't want it that diamond might as well just be a, a dead old apple just a rotten apple because they will not it's see it's just a cubic at that point right. it's just a cubic it's it just garbage so yep. you got to make sure just kind of show people it's like okay you're not living lavish you're not acting lavish but 
you clearly are. I can feel, I can sense there's something about you that I want, something that I need. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to understand that's the love. And it's already within them. And that's kind of just how you can tell them. It's like, look, you're looking for something you already have. And you can tell that because I didn't give anything to you. You just saw me be myself. And all I did was just draw within from myself. I think a lot of people think love and happiness comes externally. And then they hear that it's internal, but they don't understand how, because nobody's acting as an example. Mm-hmm. And so and that's, that's something I try to make a point by being focused, being relentless and being loving. Well, big, big acts of love is, is not always the, the case either. Just live the, it's the little things that count to make sure the world is going to be on track to where it needs to be. Something as simple as leave a penny, take a penny. Right. Being considerate. It matters. Well, not so many. We want to thank you again for being on. And we want to invite you to our uh, our other live show. It's called The Break Room. It's It gets really wild in there, but it's, it's on uh, Saturdays. And we're on a little longer than we are on The Break Room. Um, Right now, we want to give you the floor to let everybody that's watching and everybody that's going to be listening to this on Spotify and iHeartRadio, wherever else they listen to their damn podcasts. Um, where can we find your stuff? Where Your book is on Amazon and your website. What else? Uh, where else can we find you? I know you're, you're hosting a show. Yeah. Well, it's uh, or under the same thing, LifeUpEducationTV.com. And I'm also on social media, very active on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn and YouTube. So that's where people can find me. And my name is Natsune Oki. Okay. okay. And again, we want to thank you for uh, for coming on tonight. We're going to reach out to you probably in the next few minutes and give you the information to the break room. Uh, like I said, it's, it's more free form where you can be yourself. Okay. You, you seem like that's what you you love to do is be yourself nice and straightforward mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck what you say and we love that shit so come and join us in on the break room uh we'll, we'll let you pick the topic that day uh but can you say good night to all the uh junkers out there watching thank you very much everyone for your time and i really enjoy being here also so thank you so much for you too uh, and thank you for having me and the pleasure everyone- was all ours yeah. <laughs> don't go nowhere just don't go nowhere just yet. Everybody okay. have a good night.